Okay, guys. About a year ago, we were wrestling with different topics that we were going to go through. And uh, somebody said to me, why don't, we, why don't we do a study on world religions? And I thought, okay, yeah, that sounds good. But I, and I, to be honest with you, I've been putting it off, okay, because I don't, didn't really want to get into that. But then here, basically, I've had a few people say, Let, let's talk about this. And so I thought, okay, if we're going to talk about it, I'm not going to talk about it in terms of an education process of you understanding uh, just the basics of each religion. We're going to talk about that. But we're going to talk about how to live in the world in which we live in today. Because, well, I guess that's the first section. Everybody got a study sheet, first of all. First of all, I entitled this lesson, we're, we aren't in Kansas anymore, Toto. How many of you remember the Wizard of Oz? Okay. Uh, I, remember, I remember growing up, almost every year it would come on TV. You know, do you know what I'm saying? The Wizard of Oz would come on. And you remember the scene where Dorothy, there's a tornado coming, everybody else is going to the shelter, uh, and uh, Dorothy and Toto are in the house, and they get swept away by the, the tornado, and they end up in Oz. And she makes that famous statement because she sees where they're somewhere different. Is that we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Now, here, here's the reality. In, in some ways, the church has been like that. It's like all of a sudden we woke up and we realized this ain't the America we're used to anymore. Okay? You know what, you know what I mean? Okay? So we're going to talk about that. How do we live in that? Because what we're seeing is, I'll be honest with you, and sadly what we're seeing is, is reaction. Negative reaction. And, and let me be honest with you. It's okay if you want to react. All right? It's okay if you want to react. But here's the problem. It ain't changing anything. Did you understand what I'm saying? If you're going to react, that's fine. But realize that ain't changing anything. It's going to keep getting different. So why do we need to do this study? So the first thing I want you to notice here is this. And I think we're all realize this, is that the world is changing rapidly. Rapidly. I mean, in my lifetime, in some of your lifetimes, how many of you remember 45 and 33s? You know, your kids don't even know what that is. Then we remember what? The 8-tracks. How many remember the 8-tracks? And then having to have like a, a little box of matchbooks to be able to shove in there with it to make sure that it was sitting in there right so we could play okay. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else. We know that, but the kids don't know that. Then we saw CDs come, and now CDs are almost a thing of the past. Now it's MP3s, and you're like, what? MP3 players. I mean, that's just going on there. I can remember when computers first came out. And, and the computers back then would be, you, you know, if you, had, if you had a really good computer, it had 128K of memory. Okay? Now, the problem is now is that for some of you, your word processing document on your computer that's at your home or work is more than 128K sometimes. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, so we've seen a lot of change, and, and, and it's really even more difficult for the older ones because if they were born... Sometime in those in the fifties or before that, you've seen a lot of change, haven't you? From telephones, remember the telephones where we we have to. 
I remember as a kid liking to play with the telephone just to watch the thing go around. You know what I'm saying? You still got one like that. Okay. You know, a rotary phone. <laughs> what do you do when it says press one? <laughs> it doesn't work. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So do you, you remember the rotary phones? And I maybe remember party lines. I mean, our kids would die if they knew about party lines, right? It's so that your neighbor might be listening in on your conversation, and they more than likely were. Do you know what I mean? We live in a world that is changing rapidly. Now, here's the problem. Here's the other thing. Change is occurring at an accelerated rate. Change is occurring at an accelerated rate. And if you can't keep up, what happens? You get left behind, especially at work, right? Constantly, change is happening. At an accelerated rate, and it seems to be getting more extreme. Change is happening continually, continually, continually. Now, here's the problem. The church has been slow to recognize it. The church has been slow to recognize it. Now, there's different reasons why. You know, like change has happened in the church through the centuries, but for the most part, the form and structure of the church has basically stayed the same up until about 50 years ago. 50 years ago is when we had the rapid increase in change as far as technology, as far as culture and everything. So before that, you know, you might look at a church service in 1930 and go back to 1830 and they would be very similar. That's not true anymore. In fact, if anything, I'll be honest with you, as the world has been rapidly changing, church has been somewhat stuck in the 1950s. And has been okay with that. But the problem is, is that the church becomes, not the message, but church itself becomes irrelevant to younger people. You know what I'm saying? And we've almost taken pride in it. We've almost taken pride into saying, well, you know what? They just need to get with it. You know, they need to come and be a part of us or, or whatever. It's like, we're here. We have, we're the keepers of the truth. Well, the problem is, is, I'll be honest, we're going to see some statistics here in a moment, that the church is dying off. Because if you don't have young people coming up, what happens to the church? It keeps getting older and grayer. And what happens ultimately? People start dying off until there's just, just a handful of people left in a church. Okay? Just a handful of people left in a church. So we need to learn to communicate in this changing world what we believe. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about over the next couple of months how you need to learn to communicate to people around you. Because I'll be honest with you, some of the methodology that we've used in trying to communicate what we believe has been pathetic. It's either been formula-based, so we, we, you know, we present four laws of this or seven steps to that, and, and most people aren't there. They're not thinking that way. You've got to find out where they're at. Or if they believe something different than us, then what we do is we slam the door in their face. We write them off. For instance, I didn't realize this until I did, did, was looking at these statistics. 
Do you know what what religious group in America has a problem keeping its members because its members continually change what they believe? Do you know what group that is? Anybody have any idea? Probably don't. I'll tell you who it is. Jehovah Witnesses. What they show is, is that the adherence to Jehovah Witness beliefs. Maybe for a while will be a Jehovah Witness, but after a while they give it up and move to something else. Now, what would the, why would that be interesting? Why would that be good? Well, if we just slam the door in their face, rather than talk to them, do you understand what I'm saying? We're slamming a door at an opportunity. Did you understand what I'm saying? We're slamming a door at an opportunity to maybe share with them about coming to know Jesus Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because the chances are they're not going to stay in the Jehovah Witness. Do you understand what I'm saying? More than likely, they're not going to stay a Jehovah Witness. That's what the statistics are showing. So let's talk about it now. Let's talk about what the, what, what the religious beliefs are in America. We're going to talk about the religious views of America and then I'm going to tell you about the traditions of America here in a moment. So let's talk about this, for instance. First of all, more than 28% of adults have left their faith for another or none at all. More than 28% of adults have left their faith. Now, what do you mean they've left their faith? Well, they've left their faith of origin, whatever they grew up in, if they grew up in a faith, all right? So if they were raised Baptist or raised Catholic or raised something else, 28% of them will leave whatever that is, their, their family of origin faith, or whatever faith they were primarily first, for another faith, or they'll be none at all. Okay? None at all. So they're, they're gonna, there's a shift happening. So one in four, realize that one in four people are going to change what they believe, is what he's saying. Adults have changed what they believe, or they've embraced something, nothing at all. Now here, if we include changing from one type of Protestantism to another, the figure goes up to 44%. So if I, let me just stop for a moment, because I hear people say this, and this is nothing but a statement of ignorance. What do you mean a statement of ignorance? Because... I'll hear people talk about other religions. Well, what other religions are you talking about? Well, you know, the Methodists and the Presbyterians. That's not other religions, folks. That's Protestantism. That's a different denomination of Christianity. That's not another religion. All you're doing when you say that is, is you're expressing your ignorance. But when you include people who maybe move from the Methodist Church to the Baptist, or the Baptist to the Charismatic, or Charismatic to non-denominational, the figure is is that 44% of people have switched what they believe in America. Do you realize that? That's pretty interesting, isn't it? All right, let's go on. The number of adults who say that they are unaffiliated with any faith is 16% right now. The number of adults in America who say that they are not affiliated with any faith is 16%. 16%. Now, let me point something out to you here. This group has doubled in the last 10 years. The number of people who say that they don't believe anything 
is, is 16% right now of, of, of the adults in America. That number has doubled since 10 years ago. This is based on research by the Pew Research Group. That number has doubled. So the number of people, and it's increasing. In fact, I hear how significant this group is. Just this week, I listened to NPR. I listen to NPR radio on WPSU. Just this week, they did a five-day series on which group of people religiously. You want to know who it was? These folks. This 16%. That's pretty significant for NPR to do a week-long series on any religion or religious belief held by Americans. Because this is a significant group of people. This is 16% of people who don't say that they are anything. Now, I'll break that down for you a little later. So I want you to understand that is a growing group. Now, there's a way to term this. It's called, this is a secular group. This is secularism is on the rise in the United States. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, they see themselves as spiritual, but they're primarily secular. Now, we're going to talk about them later. We're going to look at them a little bit later when we talk about how to communicate with people because the reality is, listen to this, if you've got ten people, chances are one to two of them are going to be in this group when you meet ten people. Do you understand me? Chances are, if you've got ten people that you meet, one to two of them are going to be in this group where they don't claim anything. So you need to understand where they're at. So we're going to talk about that. Now, let's go on. Among, and especially this, among the 18 to 29-year-olds, one to four say that they're not affiliated with any particular religion. So isn't that interesting? If you look at the age group of 18 to 29-year-olds in America, one quarter of them, one in every four of them says, I'm part of that 16%. I'm part of that group that doesn't believe anything. That's interesting, isn't it? Is, do you think there's a correlation there? What do you mean a correlation? Well, you think there's a correlation between the fact that the, there's been a decline in attendance in churches among young people, and there's an increase in this group among young people. You think there's a correlation there? And remember when I said, we don't like change, and we want the service to be the way we always want the service to be, and who cares about the young people type of attitude? This is, this is for me to have my church. What have we done? We've, we've kind of driven the young people away. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've kind of driven them away. All right, here, let's go on. Here's something you may not be aware of, but this is very true. It's going to happen in your generation. The U.S. is on the verge of becoming a minority Protestant country. That's the first time in the history, the 400-year history of the United States. What do you mean 400-year history? Well, remember, when did the pilgrims come over, folks? 16 what? Yeah, you understand? I mean, in a 450-year history of America, for the first time, the United States is on the verge of becoming a minority Protestant country. What does that mean? Right now, Protestants number in the United States barely 51%. That is significant, folks. That is significant. Now, here's the other thing that I think is interesting, and I think all of us can relate to this one. Men are more likely than women to claim no religious affiliation. Right? 
Who's the, what, what gender goes to church more than any other gender? Women. In fact, you'll, you'll, and it's true in our church too. You'll, you'll have a church and you'll have women, their husbands never come. And that's just, that's just typical of the religious views of America. Men tend to be more unaffiliated than women do. So let's talk about some religious traditions here in the United States. I think this is going to be eye-opening to you, okay? I think this is going to be very eye-opening to you because we got a lot of rhetoric out there that we're believing in the church today that is nothing but a bunch of hooey, okay? That's just nothing but a bunch of hooey, and we're reacting to what we really is 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 unbelievable that we're reacting this way. But look at look at what we're seeing among all. Adults in the U.S., 78.4% of adults in the U.S. claim to be Christian. Do you realize that? Almost 8 out of every 10 people in the United States claim to be a Christian. I'm going to break that down for you so you understand what that means here in a moment. But 8 out of 10 in the United States claim to be a Christian. Um, of those, Of that 78%, Protestant, 51.3% of, of, of that 78 is Protestant. Now, let's break it down. There's three groups of Protestants, and we'll kind of show you what they are here. First of all, there's the evangelical, 26.3%. All right, let me just stop for a moment. Of the 78, of the number 78, 26 is evangelical. Now, what should that tell you about something? Evangelical is what this church is. Evangelical is what you are, if you hold to what we believe here at this church. What should that point out to you when you realize that only 26, like if you got got 100, you got 78 people, 26 of that 78 are evangelical. The others are part of some other group of Protestants. What does that tell you about what they believe? I'll tell you what it means. Is not every Christian believes the same thing. And what we hold to as Christianity is not embraced by the other 50 people in the group. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, we've got a hard time with that because here's what we do. We want to, we want, and rightfully so, because they would label America as a Christian nation based upon how many people belong to a faith group. But what we mean by Christian nation and what it actually means are two different things. You understand what I'm saying? What you mean by it is what you believe as far as your evangelical beliefs. But, my friends, you're only one-third of the group. The other two-thirds of the group believe something completely different. Did you understand what I'm saying? The other two-thirds are believing something completely different. Why? Because the main line, that's, they're 18.1%. So 18 of them are from the mainline churches. What are mainline churches? Well, the Lutheran, the Methodist, and the Presbyterian. Then you've got the historic black churches, which is 6.9%. You said, what about Catholic? Here it is. Catholic, 23.9. So if you've got 100 people, 24 of them are going to be Catholic. That's part of that 78. So let me just stop for a moment. If I take the main line, if I take the historic black churches, and I take the Catholic, do they believe what we believe? No. 
So we've got to be careful when we start labeling things as a Christian nation. Because we're not even unified in what that means. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? We're not unified in what that means. Now let's go on here. There's some other, what they claim, what Pew Research says is Christian. We know it's not. But let me just go ahead and tell you. Mormon, we know Mormon is not a Christian faith, but they do get lumped in with us. 1.7% of the nation. 1.7% of American adults are Mormon. Here's the interesting one, and I told you it's constantly changing. 0.7% is Jehovah Witness. 0.6% is Orthodox. Now, we have the Orthodox in our area. Everybody knows we have the Orthodox in our area. We either have Greek or Russian or some variant of Orthodox in our area. Now, there are other groups that are, that are labeled as Christian, but they're less than 0.3%. Okay? Less than 0.3%. Now, let's get, let's get to something very interesting here, because this is where the rhetoric comes from that I think we've got to watch out for. So let's look at what other religions are in the United States. First of all, other religions only make up 4.7%. So again, if you take 100 people, five are going to belong to another religion. Isn't that interesting? 78 of them are going to be Christian. Five are going to be belong to another religion. Okay? Sixteen are going to be nothing at all. So let's talk about it here for a moment. So what do we see here? First of all, Jewish. 1.7% of Americans are Jewish. I, I, when I saw that, I was actually quite amazed. I, I thought it would actually be a little bit higher, but that's really a small number. Buddhist, 0.7%. Here's an interesting one, because this flies in the face of the rhetoric, because this is what we hear all the time. The Muslims are taken over. 0.6%. But think about that. 0.6%. 0.6%. That's taking over when 78 people, 78% say they're Christian? I mean, come on now. Listen to the rhetoric that we're giving. We're believing our own rhetoric, and we don't need to. We're getting extreme here, and the facts don't bear it out. Let's go on here. Hindu, 0.4%. Now, so, now, here's the other thing. You're expressing your ignorance here. I'm just going to be honest with you. If, you. if you were like in New York City, if you're in one of the major cities in an airport, you'll see guys wearing what? Some of you have flown, you know what I'm talking about. It's guys with turbans. They're not Muslims, folks. They're Sikhs. That is a Hindu-type-based religion. It's its own religion, actually, out of India. Okay? They're Indians. But they're only 0.4%. All right? 0.4%. Here, other world religions, there's other world religions, Shinto and others, but they're less than 3% of the country. Now, there are other faiths, 1.2%, that would be like the Unitarians. We have that around here. New Age, Unitarians are 0.7%. New Age is 0.4%. And Native Americans, you hear that every once in a while, is less than 0.3%. Now, here, let's get to what we were talking about, that 16%. The unaffiliated, the nuns, 16.1%. Now, here's the interesting thing. When you talk about the nuns, I want you to understand, 
1.6% of that is atheist. So that's not even a significant part of that group. Do you understand what I'm saying? Of the nuns, just simply because they say they're not affiliated does not mean that they're saying they're an atheist. It's not even meaning that they say that they're an agnostic. Now, what's the difference between an atheist and an agnostic? An atheist is someone who says there is no God, nothing, period. An agnostic says, we don't know. There might be, there may not be. We're just not sure. He's not going to say no, but he's not going to say yes either. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's like the big giant waffler. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of like, oh, I'm not sure, I don't know what to do. You know, that's the agnostic. But here's the other thing. The nothing in particular group, 12.1%. So if you've got 16 people, 12 of them, they're not atheists or agnostic. They're basically saying, we're just, we're just nothing. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? We're just nothing. Now, the, now here's an interesting thing. This, of the 78, only Americans would be this way. Of the, of the, of the adults in America that don't know and refuse to answer is 0.8%. We've got to have a few of those, right? I ain't answering that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Now, here's some observations. Oh, wait a minute. Let's talk about Clearfield County. Because you guys live in Clearfield County. Okay. Here, here's an interesting thing. It's not in your notes. We're unusual. What do you mean? Well, I noticed the population statistics. Do you know that Clearfield County is 95% white? Did you know that? That is unusual, folks, compared to the rest of America. So do you understand what I'm saying? So we have a, a different perspective here in Clearfield County. But let's talk about Clearfield County. In Clearfield County, among all adults in Clearfield County, only 51.6% of people in Clearfield County are affiliated with a religious congregation. What does that mean? 48% of the people in our county who are adults don't go to church or don't affiliate with any church. Okay? It doesn't mean they're consistently going. That means there's 48% who do not go anywhere. So do you understand, when you talk to somebody in your everyday life here in Clearfield County, the chances are that almost five out of ten people don't go to church, period. Have never been to church, don't care to go to church. They're not affiliated. They may, they may claim something, okay? They may claim, well, well I'm Catholic. Well, that's because grandmama was Catholic and they're Catholic. I remember I did that. You know, I didn't go to church, but I claimed to be Baptist. Why? Because my grandmama was Baptist. We didn't go to church. You know what I'm saying? So, but the point is, is that as far as physically going to a church or religious building in this county, 48% of them don't do that. 51% are affiliated with a religious congregation. Now, of that 51%, okay, I'm going to break down that 51% into percentages here. Among those who are religiously affiliated in Clearfield County, among those who are going to, of that 51% who are going somewhere, 99.3% of them go to a Christian church. That's our county. Okay? 99.3% of them 
go to a Christian church. Now, what do you mean they go to a Christian church? Well, let's break that down a little bit further. 55.1% of them are going to a Protestant church. And let me just go ahead and point out to you, when we break that down, that 55% down, 15.1% are going to a church like this. This would be considered an evangelical church. The other 40 are going to a mainline church, which would be Presbyterian, Lutheran, or Methodist. Those are considered mainline churches, or Episcopal. Okay? The other 40. So let's go back. We're going to go back to... All right, so that's 55.1%. In our county, of those who go to church, 42% of them are Catholic. Do you understand what I'm saying? 42% of them are Catholic. In our county, only 1% are Mormon. And this is interesting. This is higher than the national statistic. I think it's because of the makeup of who we are here. We've got a lot of the skis around here and so forth, a lot of folks from, Scan, you know, from uh, Slavic countries and so forth. We have Orthodox, 1.2%. Remember, the national average is 0.6%. We have 1.2% here. Now, I thought this is interesting. When we talk about other religions, Jewish, it's only a half a percent in our county. And then other, that means anything else, anybody believing anything else who goes to a religious institution, I think there's only one person, in fact, what I read was is there's one person in Clearfield County who practices the Baha'i faith. Okay? That comes out of Iran, out of Persia. But that's 0.2%. Okay, so let's get some general observations here. I'm giving you all these statistics. What does this mean, George? Well, as we're launching into this study, we're going to look at it next week about how the church is responding and so forth next week. But let's talk about some general observations. Number one, the word Christian does not have the same meaning for everyone. Does everybody understand that? The word Christian does not have the same meaning meaning for everyone. Just because someone says to you they are a Christian or they believe in Christianity does not mean that they believe the same thing that you're doing. The chances are, in fact, statistically it's shown that probably, what? They believe something completely different than you. Do you understand what I'm saying? They believe something completely different to you. Now, that's going to factor in later when we talk about how to communicate, okay? Here's the other thing. Faith has no bearing on the cultural trends of our nation. I think most people here would say, I don't like what's happening in our country morally, okay? I don't like what's happening here. I don't like this, and I don't like, I'm disturbed by what I'm saying, and Jesus must be coming back soon. You know what I mean? Well, here's what I'm going to point out to you. The percentage of people who call themselves Christian in our nation, yeah, that's decreasing, but it's still 78%. 78% of adults in America say they're Christian. But yet the world just seems to keep going upside down. Why is that? And let me just stop for a moment. It isn't the politicians. Politicians only reflect where the country's at. 
Okay? What does that mean? Faith, what you believe personally, and what people believe personally, has no bearing on how we live as a people in this nation. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's a scary thing. When what you believe has no bearing on how you live your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? On what, based on what you believe has no bearing. In fact, I would say that's why the 16% are getting stronger. Because young people aren't dumb. Because they look at you and you say, I believe this, but you live a different way. Their point is, is why believe that then? Because if you believe that, why aren't you living it that way? So it might as well not be anything. Sleep in on Sunday. Okay? So faith has no bearing on the cultural trends of our nation. Here's the other thing. You are more than likely to meet someone who claims to be a Christian. Now, we're going to, you know, the emphasis was, okay, George, we need to study about world religions. But I'm going to point out to you that in your day-to-day life, as you meet people in your day-to-day life here in Clearfield County, you are more than likely going to meet someone, and they're going to claim to be a Christian of some sort, period. You understand what I mean? They're going to claim to be a Christian or hold to Christianity at some point. So that's interesting, isn't it? Because you're not, especially in our county, you're not going to meet a Muslim very often here. Did you understand what I'm saying? In fact, the chances are you're going to meet somebody who either goes to a mainline church or a Catholic church. Do you understand? If you take the mainline, that's 40%, plus the Catholic, that's 42%. That's 82%. More than likely, you're going to meet somebody who has a mainline or Catholic background, period. But the problem is you don't know how to communicate to them. You don't know how to talk to them. We're going to talk about that, okay? So more than likely, you're going to meet someone who claims to be a Christian. Now, here's the interesting thing. You are more than likely to meet a young person who claims no religious affiliation. That's a little bit different situation, isn't it? Of the people who are 18 to 29, you're more than likely to meet somebody who doesn't believe anything. You know what I mean? That's just reality. You're more than likely to meet somebody who doesn't believe anything. Okay, next week. So I guess we're not in Kansas anymore, are we? Okay, next week we're going to talk about how the church has responded and how the church is seen in the United States. It ain't a pretty picture about how we're seen. Because what we're not known for is the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we are known for some other things.